It's the second Sunday in Ordinary Time here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is January 20th, 2019. Today's readings come from Isaiah, chapter 62, verses 1 through 5, as well as 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verses 4 through 11. The Gospel proclamation comes from John, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Today's homily is given by Deacon Jack Orlandi. Our reading from the prophecy of Isaiah inspires hope for God's people as they return home to Jerusalem from exile in Babylon. These people who felt abandoned by God in exile are now called to see themselves as God's delight and God's chosen bride. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her vindication shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a burning torch. The nations shall see your vindication and all the kings your glory. And you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give. You shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no more be termed forsaken and your land shall no more be termed desolate. But you shall be called, my delight is in her and your land married. For the Lord delights in you and your land shall be married. For as a young man marries a young woman, so shall your builder marry you. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following, in the following passage from his first letter to the church in Corinth, St. Paul speaks of the gifts the Spirit gives to the members of the community so that we can serve each other's needs. What gifts are you using to serve the needs of our church community? A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit, and to another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, the discernment of spirits, to another, various kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are activated by one and the same Spirit, who allots to each one individually, just as the Spirit chooses. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. 
There was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, how does this concern affect me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for Jewish ceremonial washings, each holding 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told them, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, draw some out now and take to the head waiter. So they took it. And when the head waiter tasted the water that had come become wine, without knowing where it came from, although the servers who had drawn the water knew. The head white waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, everyone serves good wine first, and then when people have drunk freely, an inferior one. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this at the beginning of his signs at Cana in Galilee, so to reveal his glory. And his disciples began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning. Morning, Jack. So, which one of you have been singing the song, Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow? You got your wish, haven't you? Although we have just finished our Christmas season of gift giving, we are showered today with the gifts in our gospel and in our second reading. We are all familiar with our gospel story of the wedding at Cana, where they ran out of wine and Mary asked Jesus to tend to the situation. We know that Jesus, in fact, did change water into wine, the best wine yet to be served, to perform his first miracle and his gift to the bride and groom. In the second reading today, we hear St. Paul tell the Corinthians that all the gifts they have come from the Holy Spirit. I find this chapter of St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians inspirational, both in this week's reading on spiritual gifts and next week's reading on the body of Christ, where all the parts of the body are needed. A little history on Paul, he had three major journeys in which he spent 18 months in the city of Corinth. Corinth was a thriving city at the time, was the chief city of Greece, both commercially and politically. The Apostle Paul found himself in Corinth after passing through Athens. After being unsuccessful with teaching some of the Jewish community, he went on to stay at the house of Titus Justus which ironically was next door to the synagogue, where then he focused his teaching to the Gentiles. He was successful in building a community of believers in Corinth, and he departed there after 18 months and went on to Jerusalem and later ended up in Ephesus for three years. And during his time in Ephesus, Paul received word that there was a division in the community of Corinth 
and wrote the letter we heard this morning. The people of Corinth had been abusing and had a terrible understanding of the spiritual gifts. And the main gift that the people were struggling to understand was the gift of tongues. They were using this gift from the Holy Spirit to show off, to use it for their personal status instead of using it to glorify God. So Paul wrote the people of Corinth to try to correct these misunderstandings and to educate the people on the importance of all the spiritual gifts. He also knew the importance and necessity of communities, not only as places of support, but most importantly, as an essential aspect in the belief in Jesus. To be a Christian was not to be joined not just to Christ, but also to other believers. In next week's continuation of this chapter, Paul makes clear that just as the human body has many members, and that these members are joined together in one body, so it is with the body of Christ. We live in communion with Christ, and therefore with one another. At the same time, individuals have a role in forming the church. Each of us bears a responsibility for others. We do that fairly well here at Good Shepherd. Wherever there is a need, you step forward in ways that are truly amazing. Our Matthew 25 ministry has helped and continues to help in so many people who are in need in our area. It is so wonderful to see so many of you who spend the time teaching our children our Catholic faith. And we have many other ministries that show us how we are the body of Christ. Our music ministry, our out of the cold ministry, our backpack ministry, our neighborhood outreach ministry, our Advent giving tree ministry, our just faith ministry, our pancake and Latin dinner ministry, and I could go on and continue to list so many more. To all of you, our heartfelt thanks to you, as none of these ministries would exist if you didn't use the gifts that God gave you to serve others. However, there always is a however, isn't there? However, there are a couple of ministries that seem to be having a bit of difficulty. And they are our finance council and our liturgical ministry, those who help with the celebration of our mass. To our finance council members whose term just ended, thank you for your service. And if you are interested in helping with the new finance council, I ask you to call the office and talk, or talk with Father Charlie. This group is critical in the helping of the finances of our parish. To all of you liturgical ministers, Father Charlie and I want to thank you for your loyal support and continued service. Your response to our call for help during the Christmas evening was beautiful, and this is the first time I can remember that all of the positions were filled. Thank you for your service. 
But during Karen's absence, our admin secretary, I worked in the office of her behalf. When scheduling the liturgical ministers, I did not realize how many positions were unfilled each week, or how many of our ministers were being scheduled every weekend or every other weekend. I truly can understand their frustration that causes some of them to want to drop off the schedule. It was disheartening to me. We are in desperate need of all of our liturgical ministers, altar servers, lectors, Eucharistic ministers, cross bearers, and hospitality ministers. You may, you may have been hearing that because of the shortage of hospitality ministers, that we may need to curtail coffee and donuts on some Sunday mornings. Now, is that a big deal for the celebration of the Mass? Not really, but it does tear at the fabric of who we are as a community of Good Shepherd. St. Paul emphasizes that each member of the community should accept gracefully and gratefully whatever gifts God has given to them and to use them to benefit the community. He also talks about the interdependence of the members of the body, that we all need each other. So I ask you to please consider signing up to become a liturgical minister. We need you, and we will provide you with training. So after Mass, I ask you to take time to sign up for a ministry at the sign-up table in the gathering space. So that's where we are with our ministries here at Good Shepherd. We all need each other, and we need you. We are many members, and as St. Paul tells us, we are joined together as the body of Christ. I appeal to you to look at the gifts God has given you to serve each other and our community here at Good Shepherd. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.